BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing conversations to come. New episodes of With Wit are available every Tuesday on all platforms. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I am Taylor, and joining me today is my wife, also Taylor Donahue. Hey, girl. Hey. Hello, wife. Okay, so we decided that we're just going to start. I'm going to have you on, like I've, I've said this before, like monthly, even though you literally give me so much shit every single month when I bring it up. It's like, girl, it's an honor. It's a privilege. I, I, well, I cave every time, so. So here's the deal. We love therapy. We go to therapy. We're advocates of therapy, and I feel like we've learned a lot about our relationship and relationships in general through therapy. You're breathing too heavy into the microphone. Oh, sorry. Again. <laughs> I think it's what I, um, okay, you sorry. Today's therapy session is why does Taylor Donahue breathe so fucking hard into the why microphone? Why do I have so much anxiety? <laughs> so you're doing it. Seriously? <laughs> do I need to give you the headphones? No. Are you sure? I'll keep it two inches from my mouth. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, please. Okay. Okay. You I just got really, off, just so you know you're not really a heavy breather. I just got off the Peloton. I'm out of breath. Stop bragging. <laughs> okay. Does it hurt your feelings when I do Peloton? Yes, it, it feels like you're not like my teammate. Like I thought we were supposed to do this life together. I thought we were supposed to like, you know, have similar interests. And when you get in that Peloton, it's like, who are you? You know what? I woke up this morning and I was like, how do I hurt Tay's feelings? <laughs> <laughs> How do I really Hilarious. make her sad? Okay, let me just keep this okay, intro go going. Okay, so, and I feel like whenever you come and we do end up somehow talking about therapy or we end up like getting into like a little fight and then we have to therapize ourselves through. But I will say that like, even when we're with our friends, like we were with Stassi and Bo, right? And like, we do, we like, we do like impromptu therapy sessions with all of our friends all the time. Like we'll be basically, what we do is like, well, the, the funny, the interesting thing with Stassi and Bo and us is all four of us are friends. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I was on tour with Stassi and Bo. So, like, I got to know them in such an intimate way in their relationship. And then also, like, I don't want to say I was a referee because it's not like they're fighting all the time. But, like, 
I so could see things from Bo's perspective, but I also, like, I think you would think because Dossie's my bestie and I've known her forever that, like, I would automatically see her perspective and everything. But, like, I so much saw Bo's perspective. Right. And so I started to realize that there was, like, a lot of me. I saw a lot of myself in both of them. Um, but I also started to see a lot of you and both of them, ergo, and also our relationship and their relationship. Honestly, I think it's any relationship of any of our friends, just because we stay in their house for such a period, long period of that's time. That's a good point. That, that's what we, we, that's Even what we see in them. my mom and dad. Sorry, mom and dad. Like, we, we see ourselves in them. It's yes. the people we spend the most time with. So what happens is like when we spend, yeah, like we like went out to the Hamptons this summer for a week and stay with your sister and brother-in-law. Yeah. Like, like, I want to oh. be very clear. All these people have very good relationships. We just end up, we're staying for such extended periods of time that like we then become in their relationship. And then we'll be like, oh, when this happens, like this is what Tay and I do. And we weirdly become, we become oh like, my God. we become our, for, for all of our family and friends who aren't necessarily in therapy or as a couple, we have become everybody's, we are, we are everybody's couples therapist. You know what I just realized? What? You know how there's like Bible thumpers? Oh my God. We we're therapy are, thumpers. We're therapy thumpers. So that's what this is called. Therapy, Taylor, t- Taylor, therapy thumper Taylors. <laughs> therapy thumpers with the Taylors. <laughs> Therapy thumping with the tailors. I love it. There it is. So, but I really do think that we help people that we love. And I think that we've really helped our own relationship through therapy. And listen, the thing with therapy too is not every therapist is really good. We happen to have a really good one. And that's the hard part. That's the hardest part of convincing people to do it is most people have had shitty ones in the past. Exactly. Or, or, or therapists who make issues worse right. or side with one person over the other. Totally. And that's that. I think that's the people's biggest hesitation, at least from the people we've talked to. Well, and you know, what's interesting too, is that, and I also want to be clear too. We're not like talking about the therapy structures of all those people we just mentioned. Like, no, maybe no, they no. are in couples therapy. Maybe one person's in therapy. We're not going to elaborate on that. I just want to be very clear. I want to respect people's privacy. We're talking in general terms, but like, even like, there was a really good friend. Somehow all of our friends and family know that like we're in therapy and we've somehow all we do is talk about it, that we're in therapy and it's really worked for us. And we're really big like advocates for it. And so like so many people, like even there's a friend of yours I'm thinking of Mm -hmm. before her wedding, she was like, I really need to see your therapist. Mm -hmm. And the thing too is people come, they want to see our therapist, but our therapist, she ain't, She's done. She's tapped out. She, she, she's basically semi-retired. She isn't taking on new clients. We actually begged her to take on friends of ours. Yeah. And she kind of was like, you know what? Fine. I'll do it after months. After months of begging. But then they were like, well, now we're over the shit that we were having an issue with. So whatever. But I guess the thing is, is that like, if we can't recommend our therapist to everybody, then we'll just take what she teaches us and we'll just teach it to the worm. To the whole worm? The whole wide worm. Let's do it. Okay. So we we do this in our personal lives. So we might as well do it on the podcast. Why not? I also have so many people reach out to me about seeing our therapist too. All right. It's like the worst. I have to be like, I'm sorry. I wish we could duplicate her. I know, right? Can we just like clone Senator her? Send her to Europe and clone her. <laughs> clone the bitch. <laughs> also, we're over here panicked too because we're like one day. One day, not so I don't long know from we, now. I don't know that we can function without our therapist. I mean, we I'm haven't scared. seen her in a bit. but and we're doing great. And we were just in LA. Knock on wood. And usually, yep, knock on oh, Toy, toy, toy. Toy, toy. Knock on wood. But we also, I feel like every time we've gone to LA... Again, no reflection of Saucy and Bo, but like I end up crying. Like you and I would used to get in major fights when we would go out there. Yeah. Um, we didn't get into even, not even remotely close to one spat. Oh, I think we're tired. I, is that we're just old? I'm tired. I know, yeah. me too. Um, no, but even like we went away for, we just talked about this the last time God, you were on we the podcast. Not, I know. Where are we, have we been? I don't even remember. We, the last time you were on Taste of Taylor, we, oh, we came just got back, back from Georgia. From Georgia. Right. And 
we didn't get into a huge fight, but I definitely was mad at you, and you apologized on air. Because I drugged you and abandoned you. You drugged me and abandoned me. Right, Correct. right, right. It's all coming back. Um, but but tell the audience because I. I but, recently oh uh, yeah so the other day i was like it was before we left for la and it was mm-hmm. after we did the podcast together yeah. and we did the podcast and it was just like we were done and i was like even said to Taylor, like are you okay that we talked about that because i know that you're private and you were like no i think it was fine but like weeks later weeks later you out of the blue i was just like i don't know in the kitchen doing whatever and you looked at me and you're like hey i just wanted to like i've really been thinking about something a lot and i just wanted to reflect and let you know what i'm feeling and again this we hadn't been to therapy in that time I'm, either no. so the last time you're on taste of taylor so this is a common theme with me. It's like I do something, I don't want to say wrong, but something... Drugging somebody and leaving them is wrong. That's okay. That's, yeah. But I made you admit it and deal with it on Taste of Taylor. Yes. And we didn't really talk about it after that. But there are things like I can do that are either insensitive or say things or do things or I'm, I'm thinking or being selfish or whatever they may be. And nine times out of 10, if I get some time, whether it's five minutes or five hours or days or weeks, I will self-reflect on it yes especially now given the tools that sherry has taught us yes and sherry's our therapist yeah and i will and i will come to to realize what i did wrong on my own and this is what happened this time but it was weeks later but with, and, and so what i've learned as taste partner is i've learned a lot more patience which is huge right yeah. so because it's a two-way street because if i wasn't patient then your process wouldn't be working but in the beginning of our relationship it was very hard for me because i just felt like you weren't sorry but i realized over the years because god we've been together what now eight years mm-hmm. is that like if i actually just give you time you do tend to like and i'm usually talking within a half an hour 45 minutes right. usually like apologize on your own so why am i spending all this energy and effort fighting with you to apologize to me when you'll just do it on your own in 45 minutes if i, I, I just to, walk away i just need like time to process but things that's this all. one i did not see this one coming. I mean, you took like fucking two and a half weeks to process yeah. this one. So what I said, and I had been thinking about it because, you know, when we were away in Georgia, there were so many. We of my, were with Tay's friends. Yeah. And they were, God, there's a group of like 15 of us. They're called the sister wives. The sister wives. Yeah. And what used to happen when we went to weddings or out in the city or whatever it was. Or even you guys had that like annual trip to the Hamptons. Whatever it was. I used to as most couples do stick to each other's like stick to your partner's side and make sure they're okay and always worry about them constantly worried i think honestly most couples go through that at least in the beginning oh you're worried about your partner yeah yes, so absolutely. i did that in the beginning and it was anxiety provoking for me it was for you but i feel we'd like end you, up fighting but because, i feel like you also like you were being anxious for me which would make me more anxious like you and then we'd end up fighting about something because we were both anxious it was right. like just it's like a slippery slope so we talked about it in therapy and like after years of learning to trust each other, like in bigger groups, right? I kind of swung at the pendulum so far the other direction. Yeah, thinking tastes totally fine. Oh, and I talk about it with my friends. I'm like, it's such. Well, a- wait, wait, but just just to, to keep everybody on track. So yeah, first we were fighting all the time, and then what we did, to be fair, is pulled away from the group. I'll take I'll, I'll take ownership Correct. over that. Yeah. And I want to be clear, sister wives, if you're listening, I wasn't like I wasn't demanding it. It was just like. I think it was just easier for us to just kind of avoid the thing that was the trigger issue, right? And that wasn't the only trigger. There were and tons then, of triggers. Of so course. we tried to avoid all of them. Right. But then you would also go out with them. and Because then we got to a place where I was like, you know what? You go you see go. your friends. Yeah. I think it's important. And I think that was actually a huge step for your friends. Because I think it like, I think, you know, yes, you might really like somebody's partner, but you still want your friendship with just that person one-on-one. Like, Absolutely. Recently, I had lunch with my friend Coley from, you know, college and Sirius. And... Of course they love you, but like sometimes we just need to like connect one on one. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I do the same thing. Right. But anyway, so we kinda of pulled away and then you started to kinda of get yourself back in, but then I was still kinda of pulled away. But then what started happening was 
I would hang out with sister wives, like in smaller groups, like maybe in like a group of two or three or even one-on-ones. And I got to have my own relationships with them. So now we're in a place where you're connected with them again. I feel great with so many of them. Yeah. Like super comfortable. So when we're going to this wedding in Georgia, I'm like, I'm psyched. It's going to be fun. I'm good. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Milk Bar. The love I have for Milk Bar. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, I'm about to change life. Okay, so every single birthday for my wife, I get her a Milk Bar cake. But we were staying friends with in LA this past birthday. And so my friend who I was staying with was like, oh my God, I want to do something special for Tay for her birthday. Should I get like a cake or something? And I was like, absolutely, yes, go ahead. And I was like, you get whatever you want. Guess what showed up? Milk Bar. Want to know why? Because we both have great taste. Milk Bar, it is my birthday destination. And apparently, all my friends too. But Milk Bar does not stop at birthdays. So Thanksgiving is around the corner. And actually, this year, my wife and I are hosting Thanksgiving at our apartment. This is the first time I've ever done this. So my mom's coming. So like, I'm going to cheat a little bit. She's going to help me, you know, cook all of the turkeys and the stuffings and all that kind of stuff. But Tay and I were doing the menu last night. She was like, oh my God, what are we going to do for desserts? Like she was stressing. And I was like, milk bar, baby. For a limited time, they're offering these delicious treats that are perfect for Thanksgiving. They've got their new pumpkin milk bar pie, apple cider donut cake, and apple cider donut truffles. And if you act fast, you can actually get your hands on their seasonal lab drop pumpkin coffee cake cake. And it's made in limited batches straight from their experimental kitchen. You can also opt for a classic milk bar pie. It's the famous cult favorite holiday treat made from toasted oat crust with gooey buttery filling. Oh my God, it's like my jam. So not only is milk bar delicious, not only is milk bar impressive, but also they make it so easy. Every milk bar creation is made fresh and then thoughtfully and beautifully packaged so it arrives in perfect condition and ready to enjoy. And also my wife was like, you know, she's stressing about the desserts. And I'm like, babe, it's never too early to plan ahead. So we're going to place an order like now and then secure our treats and receive our desserts in time before it's Thanksgiving. And the best thing is all their treats are fridge and freezer friendly. So you can like completely skip the stress of holiday shipping and just get your desserts now. That's what we're doing. It's like, When you have a to-do list that's like a mile long, getting to cross it off and check it off, it's so satisfying. And thanks to Milk Bar, our desserts for Thanksgiving are on lock. But if you're a last-minute Betty and you forget what I'm saying right now and then you're like, ah, I need my dessert stat, they actually also offer fast, even overnight nationwide delivery. And let me also say, In the midst of the holiday season, Milk Bar makes a great, great gift for the holidays. And like I said, if you plan ahead, great. If you don't in your last minute, like I usually am, they totally hook you up. Milk Bar is my go-to destination. Birthdays, gifts, now Thanksgiving, because apparently my wife and I are going to be hosting it every single year. And I'm telling you that Milk Bar Pie and the new pumpkin Milk Bar Pie Don't even get me started. It's just to die. So right now, Milk Bar has a special limited time offer for you guys, my listeners. Get $15 off any order of $80 or more when you go to milkbarstore.com slash Taylor. You'll get 15 bucks off an order. That's right. You'll get 15 bucks off an order of $80 by going to milkbarstore.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Again, 
M-I-L-K-B-A-R-S-T-O-R-E.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. MilkBarStore.com slash Taylor. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. And now back to the podcast. Yeah, so I so I completely went the other direction and was like, I think you're trying to prove something to yourself. Absolutely. And that's like, what I realized. We're right so later. good. We're so good. And you're so good with my friends that like, J-Lo who? I don't know Taylor Strecker. Yeah, Literally. I mean, I wasn't like. Yes, you were. Okay. But like, even like during the wedding or whatever it was, like I could be off talking to anybody and literally not. I didn't worry about you at all, which is a good thing. No, it's a great thing. But I also thing. like. But also when you give me drugs. Sh- and then you leave me. And then because that's when like, it's not that I'm not okay because I'm mad at anybody. I'm not okay because you gave me fucking drugs. But even at the wedding where like, I, we weren't with each other for like a half hour. And then you finally found me like in yeah. the office talking to Nick for so half hour. Weird. But if we were just like, you know, yapping about. I know. Whatever. Life stuff. I get it. But like, I will say actually now that we're bringing that up. But yeah. like, so, you know, again, I, I pride myself on being very independent and I want to be because I know that that matters to Tay and I don't want to be a burden on her. So it's really important to me to like let her know that like I'm okay at a party. I don't need her constantly hovering over me. I don't even want that energy, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be that person. I'm, I was for a while. Maybe it was because you projected it onto me. Maybe it's because I was being a needy little bitch baby and I and I actually didn't need that. But the moral of the story is, is that like I also like being independent, but there comes a point where it's like I'm spending more time with one of your friend's husbands and, and her that I, like we are still a couple, we still love each other, still want to spend time together. Yeah. And there was one point in the wedding where I couldn't find you for like a while. And in the beginning, I was fine. I was like dancing around and like doing my own thing. But like then there was a point where I remember I got I like found my purse. I got my phone. I like I sat outside and I was like on Instagram because I was like, oh, I might as well just post stuff. And then I was like, wait, where is my wife? Like this is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And then I ended up going to a room. Where we had our bags because I wanted to like get some makeup stuff. And you were in there talking with a couple friends, which was fine. But it was like. It definitely, it did. It was something that hit me like, damn, girl. Like, I know we can do our own thing, but like, shit. Like, I mean, I haven't seen you all, like, for the last two hours. Yeah. That felt a little extreme. And I actually haven't even brought that up until literally right now. Well, that was part of, like, when I was thinking about how I left you at the bar the next night. That was part of my realization of, like, yes, like, it's good to be independent, but I felt really bad in retrospect and when we got home you were upset and you were like hey like i just felt like like really ignored and not like in a needy bitch baby way it was just i just but, said but I, you were right i said when you're with your friends or it or it could be family or whatever and it's different again different groups different behaviors but i said like our relationship one-on-one is really different than our relationship when we're with friends 100 percent and I'm going to say that's more on you. And maybe it's not. Maybe maybe I do the same thing too. And you can fully, it's therapy, Rita. Live your best life. Speak your truth. But like, that's the thing is I feel like it's, I feel like it's taken so long to get here, but now I see it so clearly where it's like, oh, things are different when we're around people because you're different around different groups of people. Well, yeah. And like with this group of girls, it's like I was, became such good friends with them, like in my 20 year old, like, yeah formative like party girl years they were your besties so, they were your family they were your girlfriends they from were your like everything 20 to 30 that's yeah. i mean that, an interesting period in your life yes and when i'm with them i realize especially when there's a lot of them mm-hmm. i snap back into like party mode 
single Taylor. Not that you're flirting with anybody, but like, but it's a big chatty, energetic group, and I put all my energy into it's also you know three days and there's a lot of them and so right. i try to catch up with all of them right because i love all of them right and so it's like by the time i start to spend a you know a couple hours with all of them it's like the whole time has gone by so i i'm like tastes good i'm gonna go catch up with xyz person but there has to be a balance there and that's what i know that's what i realized when i came home i was like you reflected on it i was I became snapped into old Taylor party mode, which is fine. Yeah. But I still need to take a second and be like, just making sure my wife's okay. Like, I know she probably is. Right. But let me just check on her because I love her. And if she's not okay, I don't want her to be alone. And you know what we've talked about in therapy with our therapist is that like, I need validation. And for me, like, I might like... If I don't get any valid and I, the validation is like you like checking in on me, like right. I probably don't need it. But even you doing it, God forbid I did need it is right. like, oh, she validated me. I'm good, good now. Yeah. Right. Whereas if like I do need it and you're not giving it to me, it could definitely cause a big problem, which in this case it did not. But definitely, you know, because I feel like I'm growing as a person too. I'm not so fucking codependent and needy upon you. But it was so interesting because you kind of said like out of nowhere, you were like, hey, I was thinking about like the wedding again, like two weeks after. And you were like, I'm really sorry that I act so different. And like I kind of go into like old me mode and I see it and I'm sorry and I'm going to work on it. And it was like the greatest thing ever. Like I didn't it wasn't even I thought that conversation was over. I wasn't even thinking about it. But it's a testament to how you handled it because you did tell me your feelings. (laughs) You did tell me your feelings. And I I didn't fight you. Not in an angry way. No. And I didn't fight you on it. I just kind of accepted it. I apologized, but not really in depth. I needed to like sit on it. Mm-hmm. And then I needed to come to, you know, realization on my, on my own. Um, so it was a, it's just a really good, good example of how we've both gotten better at so t- much timing. Yes. And, and uh, patience with each other patience. to, to do the right thing and giving each other space to do the right thing. Because yeah. that's when <laughs> that's, that's fucking everything. That's everything. It's everything for, at least, at least and old for us. And me would have jumped down your throat and like sh- and, and like and been so upset and then wanted you to see it. And so you're right because like I want to give credit to you, but also credit to me for being patient because yeah. old me wasn't patient. I wanted you to see it and understand it and feel it and empathize with me immediately. And the truth is, I didn't even need that secondary apology. I was fine. We talked about it in Taste of Taylor. Mm-hmm. You were like afterwards, you're like, I really, I'm sorry. I was like, I actually really have forgiven you. And also talking about it on Taste of Taylor makes me feel like better it's therapeutic yeah uh, and i was like and when we see our therapist again i will fucking bring it up but like for now we're good and then it was i truly like when you made and by the way just so you know an apology without asking for apology is the greatest thing in the world <laughs> it's amazing because it's like wow my partner's thinking about me and they're reflecting on me and it also made me have such trust in you too i'm like damn even when i'm not talking to her she's still doing the her own work yeah and when like right before i it was said real, it it was really like i it was a wow moment in our relationship do you think that being home and how good we are also just one-on-one made you, was that a part of the reflection or did it have nothing to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Right. I was like, oh, this is what we're really like. Right. And why was I acting that way? Right. Um, and there was a moment that I was like, we are totally over this. It's weeks later. Should I even say this and bring it up? Because if I bring it up. Interesting. She's in a good mood. Everything's fine. But if I bring it up and it just ticks the wrong, you know, nerve. Yep. You know, is this going to be bad for me? Um, but I, I trusted you that you would just like be happy and accept it because it's what you needed yeah. versus bringing back that fight. And it wasn't even a fight. 
I it know. really wasn't, it but really it was wasn't. just like a, a, po- a slight point of contention at the moment. High five, Rita. We're grown up. High five your celebrity. <laughs> if you don't know that, look it up on YouTube well, before you it better, gets taken you down. You better look at it right now because I'm literally after we're done with this podcast, I'm going to make you take all that shit off of YouTube. <laughs> it's so fucking embarrassing. Tay TV, more. I need th- rest, I, almost rest in peace. I need deep therapy just to deal with Tay TV on my own. Circling the drain. Tay TV is, is so going down the tubes. If you want to know, just go to YouTube. This is, and we're not, and honestly, don't. Honestly, please don't. <laughs> I, 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 I really, I don't. Reverse psychology, it. but don't. Honestly. Wow, Rita, very interesting. Well, I feel like we've done a lot of work, and you know, like I said, I feel like a lot of people are always wanting to. Use our therapist. That's impossible. So just use us. Honestly, I want people to feel like they can submit questions too, Absolutely. to us. And you have a voicemail. To I leave do. questions to. Do you know the number? Shh. Uh, yeah, I could find it. Okay. Yeah. Look for the number. We'll, we'll give it out at the end of the podcast because I feel like I... It's on your website too. Okay, great. If oh. you go to taylorstrecker.com, it says leave me a voicemail and you can do it right on your computer or your phone. Right. You just whatever. click right on it. You yeah. don't even have to like dial a number or anything annoying no, like that. So and you just easy. go right to your phone or right for your computer. Um, but yeah, I really want to start doing more of this, uh, like ther, like therapy. What do we call it? Therapy thumpers, <laughs> therapy thumpers with fucking, the Tays. Fucking hilarious. Therapy thumpers with the Taylors. That's not like offensive, is it? No, it's fucking hilarious. And it's so true. But I really, you know, I feel like we've helped ourselves a lot. I feel like we're in the best place we've ever been in. And I know we're about to start having in vitro and sperm doning and, you know, children and. I am scared. Like, I feel like right when we're in a great spot, let's do something to fuck it all up. I always say that and laugh about it, but that's truly how I feel. And thank God for a therapist because she will help us through that. And I think something that like us having kids is going to be really big about Tay is empathy, which I know is something you really struggle with. But I will say this. And I, because I was like, talking to Stassi about the kids of it all. And she was like, I don't get what like the issues. And when I explained it to her, she was like, well, now I understand a little bit better. But my issue is, is that when couples have children, and I know they have different experiences, men and women, let's say like a heteronormative couple, right? They have a sex after like three tequila shots. They make a baby or after the, the fucking Phillies win some goddamn. The Eagles. Oh, win. the Eagles. The Eagles, Eagles go to the, the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know, you have sex. Sometimes it takes a lot. And I'm not saying with straight couples. It's always just easy. Like a lot of straight couples go through infertility. But. Some straight couples do get pregnant, like, oops, by mistake, or like without really trying, mm-hmm. and like, what a luxury. And, but like, yes, I know men have a different experience, women carry, and like, you know, who knows about like the dynamics within the relationship once the child's born. But what I will say is, both parents are usually biologically connected to the child. Not every relationship, but the average relationship, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, even if the dad's like, I don't want to have a baby yet, I'm really scared. When that baby comes out, he's like, this is 50% me. This is my this is my DNA, okay? And I'm sure some people are, are listening to this screaming like I adopted or I used X no, donor or whatever. Like, I am acknowledging that. Mind. Yes. I'm acknowledging and that. And you know that. And I know that. But yeah. that but those are exceptions. That, I mean, I, I'm saying the the who And that's we, your fear. And that's your fear. That's my fear. That's your see, tr- look at you. Look at what look you're at already us. doing. Look what I just did. No. That's your truth. Thank that's, you. That's your truth. Thank that, you. That, that's your fear. Look. Right. But see, you're acknowledging my truth, but what I really need you to work on and what we're going to have to work on in therapy is empathy. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by ZocDoc. Listen, if you're a fan of it, sushi is incredible. But gas station sushi, not so much. They're like two different things. So we agree. Finding the right sushi makes all the difference. 
The same goes for finding the right doctor. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood. One that makes you feel like you're in good hands, you're supported, and you're heard, even if you're telling them about your favorite sushi place. In case you don't know, ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that moly, moly, moly checked out, or anything else. ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with just a few taps. Also, I love this. You can find and review local doctors. And I love this too, because when people can do that, you can actually read verified patient reviews from real people who make real appointments. So now when you walk into a doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who actually gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. And FYI, every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. And guess what? Your girl's one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. And I'm the daughter of a doctor. So I was a little spoiled growing up, like having family referrals. But I don't live near them anymore. So uh, ZocDoc has saved me. What are you waiting for? Go to ZocDoc.com slash Taylor and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. Again, that's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. ZocDoc dot com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. But my point is, is that you and I are going to be having two completely different experiences. Truly, you're carrying. You're going to be genetically connected to our first. And with with, uh, strangers, DNA. That's just the reality. But so for you, it might be like, you know, like think of all the people that we know in our lives that we're really close to. I mean, Brian, like, you know, he's now experiencing stuff like this. Thank God. And I can't wait to talk to him more about it. But it's like, but Brian's still genetically connected. He is. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. F- Dean is 50% him. Correct. Give me an example of anybody that we know in our lives who is going to, I don't know anybody in our lives that we're really close to who's going to go through exactly what we went through. Like not one couple that we know that can be like, well, when I went through this, we don't. And we have like no lesbian friends, which is why we need more. Allie Colbert, I'm calling you. Like seriously, that's why Allie and I bonded uh, during podcasting because we're going to both be in the exact same position where her fiance, soon to be wife, she's dying for kids. So she's going to be the donor. Like she's going to be, it's going to be her genetic DNA. She's going to carry. It's the exact same thing. And I was like, I've never met anybody who I can talk about this with. And she was like, I know it's fucking crazy. We need a support system. My point though is, is that I'm going to be experiencing our first child more like an adoptive parent. I will have to adopt our child. I will literally be an adoptive parent, whereas you will experience this as genetic connection to the child and also bonding while carrying. I'm not saying it doesn't mean- Do you want to carry? No. You said you wouldn't let me carry because you don't trust my body. That's true. That's true. How mean, people. The tact- the toxins inside your body. And that's fair. And I don't and I, and I don't even refute it. So like, how dare you be, you just shamed me. No, I have a question though. No, I'm not done. Oh my God. Let me just fucking finish. Okay, guys, this, so. is, this is the, so before we were showing you how it, how we were we, showing off. Yeah. And now this is like, this is where we okay, need go, to go. So I, and then wait, I, see our so therapist. I'm going to forget my point. Go. I just forgot my point. Wait, wait, wait. My point is though, I'm going to need a lot of empathy from you because I, and you're going to be going through shit too, but I'm, <laughs> uniquely and genuinely just like easily empathetic my point though is is like when i'm like this is really hard i'm gonna need you to be like 
not just I I acknowledge that this is hard for you, but like I'm gonna need you to be like I can really understand and, and feel how you would like if I'm disconnected, you're gonna be like you're disconnected from our baby, and it's like well we're having a different experience. Yeah, and so empathizing with each other is going to be the most important thing. I agree, and also there will be a learning curve for me to properly express my empathy for towards you mm-hmm. and what even if and something that i've had to learn in through therapy is my message matching my tone mm. and so i also need you to trust that what i'm saying even if i'm not saying the exact right words or the exact tone yeah but trust like me trusting you comes from me like there's a foundation for trust you know right so i need to like i need to see that you're capable of empathizing for example you out of the blue saying the thing to me about like oh my god i really am sorry after two weeks of reflecting that i kind of like do treat you differently when i'm like in groups of people and i need to stop that and i'm gonna work on it that establishes trust for me like damn she is empathizing without me even asking of course i'll have empathy for you honey well, I do feel like we do need to make an appointment with our therapist we've had this conversation. But also, we talked about this with Stassi and Bo, is that uh, sometimes I say things and you don't listen or believe me, and other people say the same thing, and then you do believe them. So what? it's like when what it comes... You? I have no recollection. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I swear to God. So when, like... We're talking about fucking sports right now? No. Like, I, t- I tell you things all the time. I, you know, like I just said about like 10 minutes ago when I said... Yes, but other people go through things and da da da, and, and people they, and you like totally shut it down. But it's it's if somebody no, I else knowledge that people go through things, but like I feel like you, you're just using you, it as a way to distract me from my point. I'm not. I say things and I explain things a certain way, and you totally shut it down. And then somebody else will say the exact same thing, and you're like, oh yeah. And Sassy said the same said the same thing. I literally she's don't like, Bo will tell me things, and I'm like. Pff barf and then somebody else will say it she'll be like oh yeah oh that's true yeah okay fine i guess i do do that yeah Fair. you do do that well i also think that's something we should talk about next time is take notes how couples handle the holidays oh fuck yeah in terms of decorating in terms of traditions in terms of who you're gonna spend time gonna, with yeah there's gonna be a whole thing oh look who's excited for the next episode oh looky looky i cracked the code Therapy oh, Thursdays soon, with the Taylor. Well, as soon as you asked me for us to buy a fake tree, I was like, it's on, bitch. Okay, it's fine. It's on. Okay, so the next time you're on, let's tackle the holidays. Like yep. decorating. Oh, and we're family. hosting for Thanksgiving, so there's a whole thing there. Hosting for Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. I just um, bought a table runner. I'm not sure if you're going to be okay with it. I already so. fucking hate it. So just say. So, yeah, we'll but see. no, I'm really excited about this because I love podcasting with you. And I feel like we've kind of been trying to find our niche. And I feel like this is... It honestly, I see big branding opportunities in the future, Rita. Oh, yeah. I therapy really thumping? Yeah. Nobody, therapy nobody thumping. take it. It's trademarked. They can't. We just trademarked it. Therapy thumping. I'm, I'm getting the Instagram now before this airs. Therapy thumping with the Taylors. And uh, yeah, so once a month, Tay's going to join me. We're going to do a little therapy session with ourselves. Also, we want to extend our knowledge. We're clearly not perfect, as you just heard our fight. But, you know, we. We really have been doing the work and it's really made our relationship so much better. And not even just our relationship. I feel like I'm better with friends and family, yours, mine, like the whole thing. Coworkers. I just feel like I was talking to somebody recently and I was explaining why therapy was so amazing. And I was like, you might go to therapy for like, let's say couples therapy for your partner. But what you realize in therapy is that like, yeah, you're there for your partner, but you're there for you. And actually then like 
you you just start to get so much better as a person that you kind of forgot that you went there for a couple because you it like clicks like, damn, I really needed this. So whether you're in a relationship or not, yeah, it doesn't matter. Single, coupled up, we it's are relationships here to help. in general. It's, it's not it's not just romantic yeah. at all. So um, if you guys have friend drama, family drama, relationship drama, even just your brain's giving you drama. We got you, and um, you guys can submit questions to us. I, I would say the website's probably the best place yeah, to so go. Yeah, so I just checked, and I forgot. Th- so taylorstrucker.com is, uh-huh. is messed up on mobile. Okay. And I don't know if I'll have time to fix it by the time it starts, but I know for a fact that it works on the computer. Okay, great. So if you go to taylorstrucker.com on the computer, it's it's right in the middle. It says leave us a voicemail. Click it. You click it, and you literally just like talk. It uses your computer microphone. It's like, we'll take two seconds. Amazing. Yeah. And then we'll uh, we'll get to your questions. And also the next time you know, we're tackling on the holidays. Yes. Rita, I love this so much. Me too, honey. I'm really putting all my eggs in the Rita basket. Yes, sure are. <laughs> I got to edit it, produce it, star in it. <laughs> my God. Listen, if you start coming on more, I'll, 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 I'll hire a new editor. Thank And God. I'll pay you for being my co-host. Well, then that's a win-win. Oh. No, I, honestly, I don't want to get paid. It's like going to the same goddamn place to buy the same table and runners. Our, in, for our, the same... in our, ta- in our yeah. account said, just, I mean, there's no point in even paying Taylor Donahue because... No. She's not right offable. No, all we need you to do is rate, review, and subscribe. Ooh, look at you! Look at this. Watch that your mic. That just made me horny. Oh, Rita, get let's let's Tinkles end this. Tinkles in the tink tink. Tinkles Rita. in the tink tink. Yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. Also, let us know how you liked this episode. Like, let us know how you like therapy thumping with the Taylors. <laughs> As if you didn't already have a slight lisp. <laughs> I do. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh my god! That's like gaslighting. It's not that not that there's anything wrong with lisping. No, I just like I, I just don't want to be somebody who has a lisp and doesn't know they have a lisp. <laughs> Got it. You don't have a lisp. Shut up. Do I have a lisp? Yes. <laughs> you guys, that's it for us this week. Have a great one. Um, and thank you guys for listening. I love you to bits and pieces. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.